Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. Today I want to talk about legging up your horses and timelines to go with that. One of the members in my group was asking me. So to get started, it's going to um, make a difference on the situation. As a trainer, um, when people said they were going to send me their horse for training and I was usually booked a month or two out, I would ask them to start at least lunging or riding that horse two to three days a week so that it was conditioned enough to go to five days a week training. I'd also ask them to get their teeth done and have their hooves freshly trimmed and you know just make sure that they are up to date on maintenance before they come in so that way I start off with a healthy at least halfway fit horse because you know as well as I know when you start doing a new activity how body sore you get and that's very common for us and it's very common for horses so imagine trying to be body sore and and work the next day and the next day so it's just better to have them somewhat fit so that um you can get your money's worth when you send them off to trainer now the second situation to consider is uh, if they're coming back from an injury and your vet has ultrasound or x-rayed and said okay you can start hand walking them okay you can start lunging them okay you can start riding them in straight lines for 10 or 15 minutes a day you really want to listen to your vet closely and go on their um, schedule so on that conditioning you're going to probably be adding you know five minutes extra every two three days of walking and you know they're, they're going to be more specific about things but uh, a good rule of thumb to remember is for every 30 days they've sat they're going to need at least 30 days to leg up so for instance my mare is older she's 19 she had to have 12 weeks off for a severe abscess last year and she's 19 and she's had 12 weeks off so I'm going to give her at least four months of bringing her back slow because of her age and her foot was really needed some time to grow out and get strong again so I don't want to push that and set myself backwards so I'm taking that very slow so again you have to look at your situation but a minimum of 90 days to leg up should be realistic if a horse has been sitting for three months or longer Um, if you're looking at a horse that's sat like I said 30 days or 60 days you're going to need 30 to 60 days to get them legged up enough to want to put them in any kind of competitive situation to be fair to them and I do mean sessions. So starting with that, groundwork is the right place to start because of knowing they're gonna get body sore, you're gonna wanna do some of these things on the ground. You can do some face flexing on the ground, some leg stretches. So a lot of that will start already um, elongating the muscles and stretching the tendons and ligaments a little bit. So maybe after you've uh, lunged them, at a walk for five or ten minutes you could do some face flexing left and right and um, down you could do some leg stretches and then um, as you're doing your lunging with your saddle on you're going to be strengthening some muscles that the horses are going to need to to get strong their shoulders their back and their hips those things are all going to need to be conditioned slowly before you add the rider weight into the equation so i would start again with groundwork first and again you can just do groundwork for the first week Um, And then after that, then you can start uh, do groundwork before you get on, face flexing before you get on. One, it conditions them. Two, it connects to their mind so that you have a a 
uh, relaxed and um, focused horse instead of a nervous and hot horse. And then always start with at least 10 minutes of walking in straightaway um, before you do anything more than that um, and I would probably the first couple of weeks keep it at just a walk and um, mainly and some face flexing and leg laterals uh, loose rein woe maybe a little bit of backing some you know two tracking maybe then you can do a little bit of transitions from a sit jog to a walk or a post trot to a jog you know add five minutes of that um, and then slowly start to increase your uh, trotting time each week add maybe five more minutes of of long trotting or sit jogging and then as you go with that you can add a little bit more and um, eventually probably after a month of walking and trotting watch your ground conditions too don't put them in deep sand either start off with maybe a surface like grass or a ground that's only one or two inches deep uh, like a clay sand mix don't just throw them in that deep sand of a round pin or uh, a pasture and work their tail off in deep sand you're going to end up with a very body sore horse that could uh, overdo something and re a muscle or strain or pull something so you want to do it in increments you're trying to build their wind as well as you're starting to add some trotting and such so um, and then eventually you'll start to feel that they feel better you watch their breathing in between sessions you'll stop and relax and just kind of see if they're exhaling watch how their breathing rate is in their nostrils and their flanks if they're sweating a lot and then you'll know maybe I'm doing it a little bit too much you're gonna want to watch the conditions of the weather too if it's cooler they might be able to handle a little more but on a really hot day and they still have a bit of a winter coat you're not going to want to do that or even on a hot and humid day in the middle of summer you're going to want to start early or late you're going to have to really consider all conditions whether it's winter summer cold hot all of that and, and if you're on an older horse you're going to want to spend more time for arthritic horses at the walk as your warm-up and your cool down then maybe your younger horse may not need as long of walking before they can do some trotting um, so you have to con consider all factors. If it's a young horse, an old horse, an injured horse coming off of the injury list, and just uh, work again with your vet and farrier on that. Um, if it's coming off the injury, you're going to want to get them rechecked, maybe ultrasound or just examined, um, lameness evaluation, whatever, every you know 30 days, and just make sure the progress is going the correct way. So. I would think that on most horses though, after you've done walk, trot, and lope for 60 days, they're going to start being pretty good and not getting as much body sore. You may want to switch that schedule up too. You may want to do uh, a hard day, an easy day, a hard day, easy day, that kind of thing. You know, where maybe one day you just trail ride at a walk and then the next day you might do arena work with a little bit more trotting or loping circles or a drill as you're going and see how they're handling it. But I wouldn't do back to back hard work. I would mix it up just like you. If you're doing training, um, you mix it up with your weights and your cardio and your stretching. And it's no different than horses as far as, um, what you're asking them to do so you do want to be very careful you don't want to run a horse that's not ridden at least three times during a week once they are fit because one you risk a horse hurting themselves, pulling a muscle or straining a tendon or anything like that they could even um, you know tear something that would put them on the sideline for a long time so um, 
having a horse conditioned to do their job is really important not to be a weekend warrior and injure your horse. Um, secondly, you're going to be more prepared physically and mentally if you're connected to your horse by working with them at least three days a week. So during the week um, and riding on the weekends, you know, you should have four to five rides in your horse per week to be conditioned. If you're going to a high level of competition where like the NFR is 10 nights in a row, they're probably riding an hour a day every day, maybe one day off, um, you know, to keep their horses fit and ready to go at that level. If you're doing a lot of three-day shows, you might give them two days off after a three-day show and then come back with a trail riding day and then do conditioning work a couple of days and then maybe a day off before your, your super show. But, um, you're definitely going to need to weigh that out, you know, because a horse should only run so many times a month where you're not going to risk, uh, creating, you know, situations of bleeders or ulcers or, you know, um, that situation. I mean, you look at, um, how often race horses actually race and then how much time they just do something a little easier for conditioning and such. So you want to be very careful with your performance horse with your athlete and give them time off, let them have vacations and breaks, but realize if you give them a week off, you're going to need a week to leg back up before you go and compete on them. One of my least favorite things I like to see is on Facebook when someone says, oh, I haven't rode my horse in two months and pulled him up and went to the barrel race. You get what you put into it. And I'm thinking, you know, okay, was it worth clocking a 40 run and probably almost, you know, tearing a horse's muscle? So I don't like to see that. I don't like to see people pull a horse from a pasture and run them. I don't think it's fair. It wouldn't be fair to you to ask you to do a marathon if you're a couch potato. So, um, just consider that if you're trying to keep your horse healthy and, um, you know, and you want to do well, you're going to condition your horse. So, so set up a schedule, set up a program that's appropriate for your horse. And, um, and like I said, uh, work closely with a vet as far as adding increments, always start with straight work. Um, before any kind of circle work. Um, you want to cross train a little bit too. You want to cross train from harder surface um, versus uh, deeper ground because they work different things. You know, your muscles and your soft tissue versus your, your bone and your tendon and ligament. You don't want to ever be on really, really hard ground because that can be um, bad for the joints and such. But a little bit of cross-training grass and, and sand clay, that kind of thing is a good thing as well for long trotting for their wind and, um, you know, and, and such. So just kind of mix it up. And then when you do add loping, you want to be careful and maybe just do three circles each way. And then you can build on that in a week or two and build to five circles or six circles each way and just kind of, again, take it in increments and um, take care of your horse. Make sure that they're getting quality hay and they have clean water and they're getting, you know, they don't necessarily have to have a feed. It can be low feed or no feed, but have a good vitamin mineral supplement, um, maybe a good uh, joint supplement as a preventative um, things like that. You can do anti-inflammatories that are natural, maybe like turmeric or something. There are things that you can do for your horse to help them uh, stay healthy and um, and get yourself a quicker recovery time with, um, you know, their muscles and such. So as long as they've got a solid nutrition, um, they, your body should heal themselves if you're doing things in increments and having an easy day between a hard day and all of that. So congratulations to everyone out there getting to leg your horses back up. I know how exciting that is. And um, 
good luck with your ventures when you do start competing and just remember to set a fair schedule just like for yourself if you climbed several flights of stairs and you never do the next day you would fill it um so think of that with your horse it's the same thing so um they're gonna be more grumpy if they have to be in pain so take the extra precaution to do extra care like poultice and cold hosing and maybe even um liniments anything that would draw um you know inflammation out be cooling um you've got your magnetic blankets you've got your back on track leg boots uh, magnetic leg boots anything that can help with circulation inflammation um, but you do want to draw heat out and keep for more cooling uh, ideally so um so just you know lactic acid buildup all of that's going to be important um and just kind of figure out what is out there that you like. And again, knowing your temperatures, um, you know, it's going to be a little bit different if it's 90 and humid versus 50 and cold of what you, what treatment you go with. So as always, ride with heart and thank you for tuning in.